If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's completely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a new podcast that I'm about to launch, Strictly Yankees. It's one of four new pods that I'm going to be putting out there, the other three being Strictly Rangers, Strictly Hockey, and Strictly Baseball, Rangers referring to New York Rangers. I was having discussions with my family, with Steve and CJ, and we were talking about Strictly Sports, which is, an, we, we love doing this pod, we're going to keep doing this pod, uh, but we were talking about it and saying, listen, we don't really go deep into subjects on Strictly Sports other than football during football season and basketball during the playoffs. We kind of push other sports to the side, don't go as deep as we really would like to. Uh, obviously, if you've been a longtime fan of the show, we were doing those baseball previews before the season, but we were uploading them here. And then I was thinking, wait, if I start a podcast specifically for baseball, maybe we can get some traction there. Same thing with the Yankees. There's a lot of Yankee podcasts that people enjoy. And I know a lot of people listen to podcasts specifically for certain subjects. Sometimes when you have an ensemble show like we do with Strictly Sports, where we talk about everything, you know, there's not like there's minute markers in there where you know what minute we're talking about what subject. And for it's not as interesting to all people. So that's why I'm launching four new podcasts. And this is the first trial run episode for Strictly Yankees. They're going to be four separate ones uploaded on separate channels. But the first episodes of all of these pods will be on the Strictly Sports channel for you guys to listen to. See if you like them. And if you do, you can sub to the new channel whenever they come out. So I'm going to start talking about the New York Yankees now, and this podcast in particular is going to be just me with occasional guests. Um, I, I have not done a solo show on a podcast for this long uh, of a period of time before, so this will be a nice test for me uh, to see if we can do a full show just by myself. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Uh, for Strictly Hockey, it's going to be me and Steve, as well as Adam, who's appeared on some of our other Strictly Sports podcasts. CJ will also bounce around. He'll occasionally come on as a guest during a lot of these podcasts. For Strictly Baseball, it'll be me and Steve. And then for Strictly Rangers, it's going to be me and my dad uh, doing that one. And all of them as well will have occasional guests, people that have knowledge about the subjects we're talking about, and they will all come out. But enough about me and the new podcast. Let's just talk about the New York Yankees. And is this even really the New York Yankees right now? These are not the New York Yankees right now. This team is not showing what we thought they could be at the beginning of the season. Before the season, obviously, everyone, oh, Yankees, Dodgers, World Series confirmed. It's going to happen. I was one of those people. Obviously, as a Yankee fan, you sit there. You like to believe when everyone else is saying that your team's going to go to the World Series. You like to sit there and believe it, too. I don't think it's a reality anymore, and I hate to break it to you. This team is not equipped to win a championship this year. And even if they become, quote-unquote, fully healthy, because even if they do become fully healthy, they're not going to be because Severino's still out, Paxson's probably going to miss the year, Canely's gone. So everyone's referring to fully healthy as when Stanton and Judge come back. That's still not a fully healthy team. This team, 
for the next three weeks before the regular season. First of all, they are currently tied with the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm recording this before the series finale versus the Baltimore Orioles before the Yankees start their first of 10 games against the Blue Jays this month. The Yankees are tied with them right now for second place. And for the next three weeks, without Judge and Stanton, they're going to keep having to use essentially fill-ins in the lineup. They're going to have to keep putting in Tyler Wade, who's been horrific. Every chance that he has been given, he has not been able to hit at all whatsoever. His defense is good, great. He's a great base runner. That's not worth it in the everyday lineup. It's not even worth it on the bench, in my opinion. Tyro Estrada has come up. He hasn't done much. The only people that have come up that have contributed this year have been Clint Frazier. He is the only call-up this year that has come up and has actually contributed to the team and has actually put himself in a position to say, you know what, he's the left fielder of the future. Because Mike Talkman, he had a great year last year, started off this year great. This year, his advanced stats, they started out really great. Now they're down in the tubes. His average is down low. He still has not hit a home run. He's been struggling for a few weeks. A few weeks ago, I'm thinking, hey, maybe we can have Talkman and Frazier platooning in left field. No, no, no. Now it's looking like Frazier will be the left fielder of the future. But even if you have him right now, you have Clint Frazier, great, he's hitting. Aaron Hicks, he's not the same guy as last year. You look at center field, he is not the same guy. Yeah, he's hitting 200, that's not good, but the power's not there. The OBP, everyone's raving about it. Oh, it's over 400. Who cares? He's not hitting home runs. He's not driving in runs. If all he's doing is walking, that's really not that valuable to me, and I get it. His OPS plus is above 100. His weighted drunk created plus is above league average, as is his WOBA. So somehow those numbers are still there, even though he's not producing. It's because of that on-base percentage. It weighs so heavily on those advanced stats. In right field right now, you have... And basically, Clint Frazier is playing right field right now. I should have clarified that. And right now, Gardner and Talkman are playing left field. Both of them can't hit. Gio Urshela, before he went on the IL, I'm looking at the stats right now, 272, six home runs, 23 RBIs, 873 OPS. He wasn't exactly doing spectacular. His defense is also overrated. Now you have Van Duhar there. This is his chance. He hasn't been hitting well this year at all either in limited chances. Yankees don't really have a third baseman that can hit right now. Glaber Torres at shortstop. You look at him. He's not hitting this year either. He was hitting under 200 before he went on the IL. The only people that are carrying the Yankees right now are Clint Frazier, DJ LeMahieu, and Luke Voigt. And that is it. That's it. The Yankees have three hitters right now that can hit in this lineup. Everyone else, nada. Gary Sanchez has been an embarrassment this season at catcher. So you look at the dynamics of this Yankee roster and you say, oh, you know, the Yankees aren't going to miss the playoffs. No, they might. They might because this is not the Yankee team that people were predicting going into this season. Not even close. This team has three really good hitters. You get Judge and Stanton back. Sure, that's five. But after that, it's like, okay, maybe we get Gio to hit. Maybe we get Andujar to slide in at third base to hit. Maybe Gardner and Talkman start to hit. Maybe Hicks. Five hitters with this starting pitching staff is not going to cut it. And let's face it, folks, Garrett Cole is not Garrett Cole from last year. He's just flat out not Garrett Cole from last year. Last night against the Orioles, through four innings, you're like, oh my God, he's back. This is Garrett Cole. And then he gives up five runs. He's not Garrett Cole right now. James Paxton, gone. Severino, gone. Hap, sucks. Montgomery, up and down. Who do the Yankees have in this rotation? Masahiro Tanaka? Okay, great. So you have a struggling Cole with an up-and-down Tanaka. You don't know what you're going to get from him in the regular season. Obviously, playoff Tanaka is a different story. 
But you look at this rotation, you cannot honestly think that you can go into the playoffs with a starter and a half. That's just not going to cut it. Okay, maybe Davey Garcia can go in there. Okay, but he's never seen the playoffs before. We've seen his control issues. He's done well right now, but his, he has control issues. Clark Schmidt, sure, slide him into the rotation. We don't know if he's going to do well this year. I've been clamoring all year on Strictly Sports. Yes, we need Clark Schmidt to come up. Why are you wasting a 24-year-old in the minor leagues? There's no point. But he's not exactly going to come up and be the Clark Schmidt that we think he's going to be right away. So this Yankee team doesn't really have a strong pitching staff. You look at that bullpen without Canely, you have Green. Okay, he's been lights out except for a few outings. That's great. Zach Britton, lights out except for a few outings. But Adovito and Chapman have been struggling all year. is injured. If he can come back, still, it's not like Loizaga's lights out. I really like Loizaga, but he's not lights out. So you look at this team going into the season, you say, lights out bullpen, really good rotation, Cole, Paxton, Tanaka, Montgomery, Hap. They're, they're, they're all going to do well. You look at the lineup. Oh, this lineup is unbeatable. If they stay healthy, blah, blah, blah. All of that is in shambles now. The lineup is not there. The bullpen is not there. The rotation is not there. The team is not going to win the division. They're not going to get a top seed. And now you look at them and you say, wait a second. This team might have to settle facing a higher-seeded team going into the playoffs into one of these three-game sets. And you as a Yankee fan right now, you could be sitting there thinking, wait a second, this team could be bounced out before we even get to the wildcard round, ALDS round. That's how serious of a situation the Yankees are in right now. They might not even get past the first three-game series. And so you look at the future of this season. You can sit there and say, okay, optimistically speaking, the Yankees could win 6 out of 10 versus the Blue Jays. They have the Marlins and Orioles for the rest of it. Okay, maybe they can get into the playoffs, maybe get into that second-place position in the AL East and face a pretty decent team and get past one round. But then you look further. Are the Yankees really going to get past an ALDS? Do you think the Yankees could beat the Tampa Bay Rays in a five-game series right now? Absolutely not. The Yankees have been losing to the Rays, and everyone's like, oh, the Yankees are injured. The Rays are injured too. The Rays have lost a lot of their pitchers this year. A lot of them. Charlie Morton's been down. Alvarado, Chaz Rowe. I mean, those are just the first three off the top of my head. I remember seeing a list 10 down of Rays pitchers that have been injured this year. So they've been injured too, and they've been beating our ass. Do you really think the Yankees can go to a five-game series against the Minnesota Twins right now and win? Absolutely not. That team ain't injured right now. They've got Nelson Cruz and Josh Donaldson and Max Kepler and Miguel Sano and Jorge Polanco and Luis Arise and Mitch Garver and Eddie Rosario. They'll rip your heads off offensively. And that pitching staff this year, Barrios, shaky start. He's been back since then. Jake Odorizzi, really solid starting pitcher. Kenta Maeda, almost threw a no-hitter, ERA under three. Rich Hill, very serviceable. Randy Dobnak coming out of nowhere, doing really well. That bullpen with Taylor Rogers, Romo in the back end. They can get you late innings. The Yankees aren't beating the Twins in the ALDS. What about the White Sox? They've been right there with the Twins, as we predicted, as Steve and I predicted on the AL playoff shows. We said the, the White Sox would make the playoffs with the normal playoff format. They're definitely going to make it now, might even win the division. Giolito lights out. Keuchel, ERA under three, which I didn't even think would happen. The rest of the rotation, Dylan Cease, pretty okay. Rodon going to come back at some point. Pretty decent. Reynaldo Lopez, decent. So 
The back end of the rotation, not great, but it's okay. Bullpen, pretty good. But that lineup, man, Eloy Jimenez, Yoan Moncada, Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, MVP candidate, Grandal, he'll start hitting again soon. You're not beating the White Sox in a playoff series right now. You look at Oakland. They're not beating Oakland either. Oakland's been amazing this season. Matt Olson might be hitting under 200, but he's hitting a lot of home runs. He's a top five first baseman. Tommy Lastella, they added him at second base. Great hitter. Marcus Semien, top five shortstop. Matt Chapman, top five third baseman, top seven third baseman. Mark Canna in left field can hit. Raymond Laureano, top five center fielder. Piscotti's actually hitting this season. Chris Davis hitting for some more power again this season. They have like seven starting pitchers. Lazardo, Manaya, Mike Miner, Mike Fires, Beretta, uh, excuse me, um, Montas. This team is lights out in the rotation. They didn't even have to add any bullpen pitchers this year at the trade deadline because their bullpen's already good enough. Liam Hendricks in the back end. I mean, you even look at the Houston Astros, the Cheaters. Can they even beat the Astros in a playoff series right now? I mean, they haven't had Justin Verlander all year, but they, look at that rotation. They've actually got decent people in there. Zach Granke, Fromber Valdez have been pitching incredibly well. Bilak has been pretty decent. McCullers up and down. So the rotation probably equal with the Yankees, not going to lie. Bullpen, still probably slight edge to the Yankees. But even with this cheating scandal and everything, Bregman is still hitting. Not as good as last year, but he's still hitting. Correa has been mashing this year. Springer's starting to get there. Kyle Tucker, young player, very good. He was a top prospect, finally getting in that lineup. Guriel is still hitting. The only guy who has absolutely sucked this year, and you love to see it, is Jose Altuve. So when you look at this Houston Astros team, can the Yankees even beat them two out of three right now? If they throw out Granke and Valdez against Cole and Tanaka, can Cole even pitch right now well enough in the playoffs to win a game? This is a doomsday scenario for the New York Yankees. Everything is going wrong right now. You look at their schedule, 10 times against the Blue Jays, who added Robbie Ray at the deadline. Now, that's not a hot transaction necessarily, right? You look at that, you say, okay, strikeout rate, 12.48 per nine. That's elite. Walks, though, are terrible, ERA over seven. Blue Jays' mindset is, okay, yeah, maybe we can fix him, get him to the point where he can still strike out that many people, but also walk a lot less. That's their hope. They also added VR to replace Bichette temporarily at shortstop. They added Taiwan Walker in the rotation, who's revived his career this year. The Blue Jays are actually scary. Biggio, Vlad Jr., Grichuk. When Bichette gets back, Gurriel Jr. It's scary. This Yankee team, Teoscar Hernandez as well. This Yankee team is not equipped. They are not equipped to win in the postseason right now. I, I would say the Blue Jays have a better rotation than the Yankees do right now. They actually have five pitchers. Yunjin Ryu, Robbie Ray, Taiwan Walker, Tanner Roark. They would have had Nate Pearson if he didn't get injured. If they had Nate Pearson right now, I'm telling you, Yankees would not be second place in this division at the end of the year. If they had Nate Pearson... They have Chase Anderson, too, for that rotation. 
I don't even think the Yankees can beat the Blue Jays. Fuck catching the Rays. That's not happening. So the Yankees' only choice this year is, do we get second place or do we hope we have one of the other two records that is good enough to make one of those other seeds? So remember the playoffs work this year. Top two seeds each division automatically in. Then the next best two teams make it. So the Yankees probably, unless they keep losing like this, they'll probably be one of those other two teams. Because you look at the American League, really outside of that, outside of these teams, you would have really only had the Blue Jays and the Astros as those other two teams. So it'll probably be Yankees, Astros, worst case scenario. But then you think, wait a second. Actually, you look at the AL Central, it's going to be one of that, it's going to be that third place AL Central team. It's going to be White Sox, Twins at the top. Now you're going to have Indians as one of those other teams. So now it might be between Yankees and Astros for that final spot. And like I said before, the Astros have been playing decently well. I hate them. They cheated, but they're playing well. You can't doubt that. It's not like 21 and 18 is amazing, but we're comparing bad team. Well, not bad team, but we're comparing mediocre teams for 2020 right now. The Yankees are also 21 and 18. They're not some superstar studded team this year. Just because the Yankees have all these names doesn't mean they're going to win. It does not mean they're going to win. And it's really, it's frustrating because you enter this season thinking this is the year. We got Garrett Cole. We're going to be healthy. We've got the pen. Do we even need to make a trade, right? We've got everything we need. And now you're sitting here on Sunday, September 6th, before a series that I tweeted out the Yankees needed to sweep the Orioles in four games. Now the best they can do is split. And you're sitting here thinking, oh, maybe hopefully we can get one of those two bottom seeds and have to face. And and if the Yankees get one of those bottom two seeds, who do you think they're facing? If they get the bottom seed, they might face the Rays. They're done. Dunzo. Yankees are dunzo against the Rays. They'll throw out Snell and Glass now by Yankees. I'd say in two games. Yankees are done. What about the Twins? They throw out Barrios and Odorizzi with that lineup and the Yankees struggling pitching. Maybe that series goes to three games, but the Yankees are done. And so now you sit here thinking, we've, we've gone over this playoff scenario. We've gone over what can happen for this team. We've gone over what the actual strengths and weaknesses are for this team. And now you look at it and say, okay, let's just say Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton are here for the playoffs. What would the lineup look like this year? Now, Gio's going to be back. He'll be at third. Glaber's at short. LeMahieu at second. Void at first. Sanchez, sadly, a catcher. I mean, I'm even debating at this point, start Kratz or, or, or Higashioka because Sanchez has more home runs than singles. It's pathetic. He's hitting like 130. It's pathetic. Left field will be Frazier. Hicks will be in center. Judge and right, Stanton, DH. So that's not a bad lineup, right? Last year, right, if you could impact, if you could 
put in there, okay, Hicks is a top five center fielder last year. Gio's a top 10 third baseman last year. Sanchez is a top five catcher last year. No, no, no. Sanchez ain't good. Gio is meh. I mean, he's good, but he's, he's not as good as he was last year. Hicks is not a top five center fielder right now. So who are you relying on? You're relying on Judge and Stanton, which in any other scenario, it's like, okay, that's great. They're a superstar duo. But who's saying right now that Aaron Judge is going to have enough time to come back before the playoffs to get back into that space that he was before he was injured? He probably won't. Maybe he'll have a week, five games. Stanton, same thing. These guys won't be ready for the playoffs. They won't be the real Judge and Stanton. Their timing will be off. They won't be in the rhythm of playing. Yankee fans just can't have this blind hope that Judge and Stanton are going to come out of the sky and save the season. It's not going to happen. If this team does not get second place in the division, they're out in one round. If they get second place, maybe you go to the ALDS and lose in the ALDS. But that's it. That's all you can count on. So can that lineup win with Judge Stanton at half at half ability, Voight being one of the best players in the American League, LeMahieu being one of the best hitters in the American League, Clint Frazier on fire, Glaber Torres. I don't know. I don't know. Can Frazier hit in the playoffs? Can Glaber stop hitting 200? Because if Glaber still hits under 200, now you're looking at it and saying, well, now we're relying on Voight, maybe Judge and Stanton, maybe Frazier if he can hit in the playoffs, maybe Geo if he can rebound and hit like he did last year. You don't know what you're going to get out of this lineup. You have no idea. They're great names, but you have to look at the reality here. Geo, Stanton, Judge, they're not going to have much time before the playoffs to get back and get ready. Clint Frazier's never played in the playoffs before. We can't just expect him to be what he is right now. And then you look at that bench. Who's going to be on the bench? One catcher, right? Probably Wade for the running. Talkman and Gardner. Ford's been terrible. He won't be on the roster. Talkman has regressed, sadly. I was really high on him. He's regressed. I'll look up his stats now, but he he's regressed. Gardner has been terrible this season. So you're this is not the team from last year. They don't have the pitching. They don't have the offensive power right now. These are not the New York Yankees that we expected to see this year. And going into the future after this year, let's say they do lose in the playoffs, which is highly likely. What do you do now going into next year? What is the game plan? For this team. Because you're getting Severino back. You have to choose one of the two to re-sign. Either Paxton or Tanaka. It's probably going to be Tanaka. Because Paxton's had way too many injury problems. So you're probably going to keep Tanaka. And Severino's back. So you look at that rotation. Cole, Severino, Tanaka. Maybe Montgomery. But I think because Montgomery's been up and down. If it were me. It would be Schmidt and Garcia at four and five. You can't keep, I mean, you've already started Schmidt's service time clock, so there's no point in keeping him down anymore. 
He's he's going to be 25 going into next season. What team keeps their number one pitching prospect at 25 years old in the minor leagues? Davey Garcia is 21. He's in the big leagues. So if it were me, I get that. That's all righties in the rotation. That does bug me. But if those five righties can actually be the five righties that you think they can be, because I listen, I, I might have been trashing Garrett Cole this whole podcast. He's not a terrible pitcher. He's struggling right now. He'll be back. I'm not a Garrett Cole denier. He will be back. He will be incredible. But I just think it will be next year. Severino could be your ace number two. Tanaka, perfect number three. Schmidt, if he's the real deal, if he's actually a number one pitching prospect, great number four. If Davey's the real deal, which he seems like he might be, great number five. So it's almost like the stars are not aligning for the 2020 season. You look at 2021, you say, oh, well, you get Severino back, you re-sign Tanaka, you get Schmidt and Garcia in there, Judge Stanton, maybe they'll be healthy, you re-sign LeMahieu, Frazier in left field full-time. So the stars just aren't aligning for this year. I'm not saying the Yankees are a bad team for the future, but this year they're doomed. This year the New York Yankees are doomed. And it's unfortunate. And I, I don't even think all of it's about injuries. And by the way, Mike Talkman's stats to start the season, his WOBA, weighted drunk created plus, well above league average, now they're both well below in 30 games with no home runs. But I think some of this decision-making goes on Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone, the Yankee manager, has lost games for this team with some of his bullpen decisions. He didn't throw Chad Green out in the entire Tampa Bay Rays series. Threw out Avalon instead, who's now released and injured, just like half the team is injured. Boone is giving guys days off in games you need to win. He gives LeMahieu the night off last night. Are you are you kidding me? DH him. Why does Gary Sanchez have to be in the lineup? You have three catchers. LeMahieu could have just DH last night. Why does Gary Sanchez have to be in the lineup every game? He got a DH night. So I don't understand how Aaron Boone has been managing this season. You can also blame them for listening to Aaron Judge, who said, I don't even know I was put on the I.L. I feel fine. I could play tomorrow. Couldn't even finish six innings. Pulled his calf again. Stanton, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I get injured so much. I'm going to lean out. I'm not going to be injured anymore. Can't even play three weeks. So this is not just an injury problem. This is not just a we're not beating bad teams problem or we're not hitting problem or we're not pitching problem. This is a front office problem. This is a training staff problem. This is two years in a row where a lot of people on the team are getting muscle pulls. That is a training issue. That is something in the Yankee routine. And this is a new trainer too, Eric Cressy. This is something in the routine that's saying we're pushing these guys too hard. Because you cannot tell me that in this season you lose 
Glaber, LeMahieu, Paxton, Sever well, Severino was last year, Canely, Geo. trying to think, Stanton Judge, obviously, I think I said, Britton, Avalon, although that, that, that one doesn't really matter. How does that happen? How does that happen two years in a row? You can't keep your players healthy. So bottom line, you look at this New York Yankees season, I think max they go to the ALDS. But I have a strong suspicion that they're going to fall, not be the second place team in the AL East. They'll beat out the Astros for that final spot. And they'll lose in the first round to either Minnesota, Tampa Bay, or Oakland. And the upsetting thing is, is that you can't really do anything with this team to improve it. That That's why this is almost like a worst case scenario. Because you look at the team and you say, they have everything they need. That's why I'm saying, even fully healthy this year, if they get there, they won't be fully healthy yet. That's why I'm saying the stars seem to be aligning for 2021. So that's why you've had such a bad season this year. But you look at next year, you're like, well, we don't need to make any trades. Severino's coming back. We'll sign Tanaka, probably. Geo's our third baseman. We have our shortstop. We have our second base. They'll re-sign LeMahieu. They have their first baseman. Their outfield set with Frazier, Hicks, and Judge, Stanton at DH. There's no room to add. Who who would you take off the team? I'd take off Geo personally. I think he's incredibly overrated. I'd take Geo off the team. Obviously, Jason Dominguez is a huge... If you, if you don't know who Jason Dominguez is and you're a New York Yankee fan, look him up. 17 years old. They think he's going to be the next Mike Trout, switch hitter, center fielder. He's not coming now, though, but he'll be the savior in a few years. But you look at this Yankee team and you say, what can we even do to improve? You can't really do anything on offense. You have all the pitching help you need internally with Severino coming back, probably resigning Tanaka with Schmidt and Garcia. And then Canely will come back before the playoffs next year. You'll still have Adovino, Britton, Chapman, Green, Loisaga. So what can the team even do? That's why this is so disappointing. Because they had everything they needed, and they're still not winning. And I get it, the injuries, the injuries, the injuries. A lot of teams would really like to have the lineup that the Yankees were throwing out there some days. A lot of teams would like to say, we have Frazier in there, Glaber Torres, LeMahieu, Voigt, and Hicks, and Gio. I mean, even that lineup, you could argue, well, maybe not. I was going to say maybe better than the Indians lineup. Maybe not. But it's just very upsetting. I mean, you know, I keep taking long pauses, but it's just because it's so upsetting. It's it's You, you look at this team and you say, there's nothing they can do to improve it. Now, there's other options, too. Maybe they can trade a Garcia and get a 
bona fide number two package Garcia and Andujar somewhere. Although I love Andujar, I think he should be given more chances. But maybe you get a big pitcher in a trade. But then it's like, what's the point of that? You already have Schmidt and Garcia. What's the point? So there will be more of these pods. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be doing them every few days, probably after every series, even though I did this one before the Orioles series ended. I just wanted to get this out, get a trial run episode out. Again, I will let you guys know when we have the cover art set up, the channel set up, all that for this podcast. I'm going to have people on here occasionally, mostly Yankee fans. My dad will probably come on here too, my brother. And um, yeah, we'll have a we'll, we'll have more of these. This was fun talking about how bad the New York Yankees have been this season. It's been just it's a great way to wake up, right? Just to wake up thinking, wow, the New York Yankees are not going to win the World Series this year. It's just a great thing to wake up to. And it's a really, it's a great first Strictly Yankees pod to make, isn't it? I mean, I was thinking when I had this idea, oh, I'm making Strictly Yankees. I can talk about the Yankees all the time. They're great. And now, first pod I have to make about the Yankees is about this. It's pretty depressing. So hopefully we have some happier times ahead. And I'll be happier during these pods and they'll be better. But I just can't be happy right now with this Yankee team. But that'll do it. Thank you guys for listening to episode one of Strictly Yankees. We'll have trial episodes for Strictly Hockey, Baseball, and Rangers within the next few weeks. Channels up as well in the next few weeks. Strictly Sports will be coming out with a pod on Tuesday or Wednesday. And Strictly Baseball, Steve and I are going to do a trial run of that within the next few days, maybe even today as well. And we'll talk about the whole league. That'll be maybe more interesting for you guys to hear me be more optimistic because I won't be thinking about the Yankees the whole time. I'll be talking about the whole league, so maybe that'll be more uh, more entertaining for you guys. But yeah, that'll do it. Follow me on Twitter at StrictSportsFAU, Instagram and Facebook at StrictlySportsFAU. Please sub to the pod, like the pod, rate it. And yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Go.